podcast where once a week we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y, also a chestnut appreciation podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the Lansing of this podcast. Uh, I am your co-host, Jordan, the Pierre of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the Cheyenne of this podcast. Where, where's, what state has the capital Pierre? Um, North, oh, I know, South Dakota. Correct, Kevin. Ding, ding, Boom. ding. Boom. Nailed it. Ah, oh, yes. You get, you get all the points. I get every is point. There, is, is there a French population there? Like, Oh wow! Because it because well, Pierre, Pierre has to be Pierre French. There. Um, Does Lumiere live there? It is in the former territory of Louisiana. So right, the Louisiana Purchase. Ah, I see. Um, before we get started, Kevin, I uh, I need to thank you because uh, what was it? Yeah, it was last week. I went to um, see Sean Bonnet. Of Andrew Jackson Jihad play, and I had interviewed him for for City Paper, and we were chatting before the show. And the first thing we bonded over was that he started to talk about Randy Newman, <laughs> <laughs> and I started to talk about that Karl Marx song. And so we sang the entire first verse together. Nice, you're which welcome. I know solely thanks to you. So I was able, Come. I was able to bond with one of my uh, my punk idols because I learned the first verse of a song about Karl Marx. Karl Marx was a boy. All right, that's it. I'll, I won't, I won't go any further. And yet, and yet, Tyler did not take that opportunity to say. Yeah, the only reason I know this is because I, I run a podcast, if you ever want to check it out. Oh, wow. Thanks, up. Tyler, for sucking. Uh, he did give me his address, which is in Lansing, Michigan. That's weird. Believe it or not. Why would that happen? Uh, no, I'm, I'm email, or not email, I'm paper mailing. What do they call that? What? Anyway? Snail mail? Uh, a waste of time? Him, That's what they I'm call it. I'm sending him the article I wrote because I totally forgot to bring it with me. How about an email, guy? Who is it? Wait, Andrew Jackson? Is that the guy's name? Stop it. Yeah, Andrew Sh- Jackson Jihad. Sean Jackson? Sean, Sean P. Diddy Jackson Combs? Don't Full Sean, metal Jackson. Sean Hannity. Sean, Tyler, why is Sean Hannity in a band, first of all? And second, is he really that loud in person? Can't you just proud of be proud of me that I had the opportunity to interview Hannibal Lecter <laughs> for a reputable newspaper in the city of Pittsburgh? Can't you just proud of me? <laughs> Can't you just proud of me? I, I'm gonna. Can't start. you just proud of me? Is the name of my um my new post rock band? Can't you just proud Can't of you just me? Baby? Proud of me is the name of the intro to my uh, new anime. <laughs> Can't you just proud of me? Hitori de Kanashi. Uh, oh, Takashi. Uh, we should start the show. <sighs> yeah, we should Kanashi. probably get this started. Uh, as you probably gathered, this is a podcast where every week we answer questions submitted by you, the listener, versus and would you rather questions, and we hash them out here on the show. So without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Sam Axland, the uh, the prodigal son who has returned, and he wants to know, would you rather perform old school prospecting gold mining or new school undersea gold mining? Go. So old school panning for gold or new school... Submarines and drills and underwater golds. Oh shoot! I was and gonna then, say them, uh, under reefs. I was gonna say underwater mining because then you'd be hanging out with Sam Jackson and Deep Blue Sea type action. But how dope would it be if Sam Jackson was a grizzled old prospector saying twenty three skidoo all the time? <laughs> wasn't that, that wonderful? Pl- wasn't that the plot of uh, Black Snake Moan? <laughs> <laughs> he was trying to he was trying to wring some gold out of uh, Christina Ricci, and uh, I did hear she was a gold out. digger. 
So maybe maybe he heard that and tried to like you know put her to work. Come on, this, these nuggets aren't going to sift themselves. I found some dazzler in my Levi's. Um, I think that's that's prospector number... slang for gold, dazzler. <laughs> I think the number the biggest problem because I'm assuming if if we're we're prospecting either a we're actually in the gold rush and you know there are folks like out with you know shotguns and like defending their land and you know putting up stakes and turf warfare oh no or like we're in modern times and it's kind of all done like it's not <laughs> that's the like, thing unless, like you're you've got unless, like you, you got your suspenders all hitched up and you're like you're panning for gold in in like in between a bunch of tech startups and like you're down in Silicon Valley and like this is this is Google's headquarters. This is a man-made creek. There, there ain't no there gold are, here. There are three remaining places to get gold in the United States of America. One is um, Idlewild in in Ligonier, where they still have that that old old towny. I forget what the name of it is. It's like it's not conjunction junction. Hoot and holler, <laughs> hoot and holler. Um, <laughs> is it a saloon? Yeah, it's a it's a pretty it's an old westy town. Oh, thing. nice. There's that there's that TV show that I think is on Discovery Channel of those like really portly guys who like go into swamps and are like, "What think we found it this time?" Oh, Duck and they, Dynasty. Like, and they they find like a single gold tooth. And they're like, oh, we struggle rich. <laughs> dig, boys, dig. And the third um, is on World of Warcraft, is... having Koreans mine it for you. No, it's that Mary... Well, very mel- well, maybe. I was going to say that Mary-Kate and Ashley movie. <laughs> like, where they, like, ride the horse through, like, the crowded New York streets uh-huh, or something. Uh-huh. But that all winds up to be fool's gold. Whereas well, the real the gold... scientists call it... The real pyrite. G- pyrite. That's it. The real gold I was. Almost said pumice. Let me help you out there. The, the... Uh, what about the fourth option on the moon? Ooh. Oh. Well, in any scenario, the real gold you're gonna find is is the gold of friendship that you've that you've created a lasting friendship. So, what was the second so you're gonna part? be able Wait. to find that what was whether this? you're you're sifting for gold or. Uh, if you're if you're under the sea, oh, under the sea, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, pressur- in a pressurized submarine. So you're, um, but wasn't it uh, early? It must have been in like the first five episodes of this podcast that I introduced both of you to the word bathyscape. Do you remember that? I remember you saying it. I remember thinking it was a Pokemon. I remember it not being that. No, it's definitely. I it's remember um, what it actually is. It's a villain uh, in one of the bath, Timothy's on bath, Star Wars. When you novels. said high pressure submarine, that's exactly what a bathyscape is. So, uh, you would get the advantage of bathyscaping uh, with your with your deep sea gold digging. Uh, just point of order. Um, Lunar prospectors is the name of my new anime. <laughs> so. You can expect that uh, it's, coming coming this fall. It takes place in the Dragon Ball Z universe, but it follows a group of moon miners. Um, yeah. I like so you're looking for gold under the sea. Yeah. Are you gonna like all of it is so that's that's the only place that's left because it's like there's the crevices and like so you're gonna have to go up against every character in the little mermaid then because they're gonna be trying to save their gold and you're gonna be like trying to shoot them with a harpoon gun that is the actually the number one source of underwater gold is that that palace yeah friggin Um, king triton's got a gold solid gold palace yeah it's just a matter of like finding like sewage pipelines coming out of that and then then digging them up (laughs) Is there already a Discovery Channel or National Geographic Channel or TLC or uh, History Channel documentary QBC. show on deep sea mining yet? I, you know, <laughs> if there isn't, then that's, you know, that's that's a gold line in itself. Uh, 
seam of gold. I think that's what they call well, them. Well, I think it falls upon us to come up with the punny name for that show. Um, oh, wow. Do uh, you guys have any ideas? Uh, wow, well, you really just sprung this. Salt, um, saltwater sparkly. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna prematurely say that's a bad one, Tyler. <laughs> um, d- 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 deep deep sea blinging. Um, um deep 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 Chopra's blinging. Deep pack Chopra's deep sea bling. I don't know. You think of that for for a bit. Uh, um, I'll, I'll work on it. I I played I played a lot of uh, Yukon Trail um wait what by the computer game company mech growing up it was basically uh amazon trail or oregon trail only your goal was to like make it to north country without dying on a mountain somewhere and then so, getting so gold. it was a cheap knockoff of oregon trail is what you're saying yes but but it was made by the same people there are two two very important things uh being the banker decide, because nobody else has any money. Yeah, you bring you bring the rich investor because he gives all the money even though he can't do anything. And then you just buy like all the supplies and kind of let him die on the way there. But you don't buy the trained gopher that can supposedly sniff gold. <laughs> I learned that the hard way. Even if even if Mr. Pudgykins thinks that it sounds like a great idea, it's not. Is a wait, gopher. is Mr. Pudgykins he... the gopher? Or <laughs> that's that was like one of the first times I felt legitimately angry at a game <laughs> was when I was playing Yukon Trail and I had bought this gopher and I was like, This is gonna be the best, it's gonna show me where the gold is. And then you get up to like the field where you're like deciding where you're gonna stake your claim and you like it shows you like select gopher. And it shows you put <laughs> It shows you, like, put down this cage and, like, open up the front door. And the gopher comes out, and it looks like it's about to make a decision, but then it just, like, runs into some bushes. <laughs> so it's like Groundhog Day. Wait. Yeah. So so the counterpart, then, in the deep sea would be that you trained an electric eel named Zappy, and he could supposedly find deep sea gold. But then, uh, but all... then he would just get killed by, by, like, an octopus or something. They, the U.S. Navy and Coast Guard already has trained seals and dolphins. That's job is to like ram spies who are s- swimming up to the coast. I don't think it would be that hard to train. Uh, a, I don't know, maybe like an angelfish or two. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with deep sea gold. Is it's gonna be guarded by shipwreck ghosts. That's just what it's going to yeah. be. It's you're going to have to fight some shipwreck ghosts and they're going to be they're going to be surly sailors from a like a Spanish main and you're going to have to learn Spanish to figure out what the heck they're talking about. And then you're also going to have to buy the Ghostbusters. And you're going to have yeah. to pay their seafare, their airfare to get to a dock and then you're going to have to pay to shuttle them down to sea base number 12 and then you're probably going to have to cover their meals and probably some accommodations and lodging. Like, this is going to get pricey. You're going to have yeah. to find a lot of gold to offset these kind of startup costs. You're going to need a lot of gold to be able to afford all those ecto coolers, which, as we all know, is the only thing that the Ghostbusters drink. Well, and what do you guys what do you guys think for our TV show? Another load. Instead of mother load, because this is it's, not uh, the traditional sounds, place. No, we, that we that sounds like that sounds like a laxative product. Yeah, that sounds that sounds load. more like a documentary for a retirement home. <laughs> okay. Um. Well, see, and if there's if there's something nautical that starts with Y, that might help because it'd be something Yukon. Yeah, uh, yeah, Tree of life. Um, un- <laughs> undersea tree of life. Um, see, and, and but conversely, if you're going to be a prospector um, in, you know, in regular regular land, you're just going to have to deal with a bunch of Scooby-Doo ghosts. And they're all just going to be end up to be old man Parsons every time. Yeah. So that's easy. Because um, you can pay those kids is in malts and, and weed. To use the 
to use the gold you find to build your own amusement park on that land. Uh, <laughs> so then you have a haunted amusement park. All right. All right. How about how about this, guys? <laughs> oh no! Here it comes. How about gold flush? <laughs> I don't know. Why are you? Why is it? What is that a th- what is that a reference to? Is that a reference Our, to the royal flush? Gold, gold slush? What? Um. Maybe if you were in the Arctic. I said, Ooh, wait a second. To... Wait a second. What about deep is sea doubloons? Wait, deep sea. How about gold crush? <laughs> wait. How about gold crash? And it's a sequel oh. to Crash, but it's about gold. No, no. What about sunken treasure? No, that's boring. It's um, not a pun. What about uh, um, washed up wealth? Washed up, wa- wash, washing up wealth. Wipe, wearing oil pipeline, black gold. The devil wears underwater. <laughs> that's the oh. devil wears a diving suit. <laughs> Um, All right, we need to take a vote. We're on this. really sorry. bad at coming up with TV show names. We should never be advertising executives. I think I think the problem is just trying to come up with names for things. All right, uh, yeah, it should happen Kevin, organically. Go I'm going with regular prospecting because um, there is no, there are no movies about about deep sea diving that don't end up with some sort of equipment malfunction and then you got water all up in your lungs and you can't breathe then mm. that's a that's a that is a polar opposite of breathing and i don't know Unless... of any tv shows or, or or movies about prospecting regular life regular like and probably the worst thing that could happen is you ruin your dungarees but kevin what about what about the abyss where they had that water that they could breathe Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I've only had 40 years. It's actually pretty darn good. Yeah, no, I heard uh, it is. Who Who's in that? Somebody good. Anyway. It, James Cameron. Yeah. James Cameron directed it and Ed Harris stars in Thank it. Thank you. That's who it is. Ed Harris. What a saint. He's great. I love Ed Harris. Jordan, what are you going with? I'm going with... Uh, I'll go with deep sea gold mining. <laughs> Reasoning? Because there is no gold otherwise. <laughs> like, I would like to actually get some gold out of this venture. So, I mean, if you're going to do old-timey prospecting mining, for one, it's not efficient. And for two, it's already been, like, it's already been gotten. Yeah, but nobody's nobody ever wrote, you know, deep-sea diving prospecting songs. You have a rich tradition of, you know, old-timey prospectors. Big Rock Candy Mountain, that was great. That's a good one. I think that's more of a hobo song. Oh, that's true. You're right. But but I'm, but hobos. Still, I'm gonna. You go from from prospector to hobo pretty quickly. <laughs> I am going to go with prospecting. Uh, one because it already fits my wardrobe. Uh, a lot of flannels, suspenders, maybe a corncob pipe or two. Um, and also because you know that there's it's. You're like one wrong strike away with your your underwater pickaxe from opening up some kind of chasm and unleashing Godzilla. Or, or Cthulhu. Opening, I, sorry, or you opening mean... opening a rift to Cthulhu. When you say Godzilla... Whatever movie it is that GLaDOS is the voice of the robots. When you say Godzilla, you mean Gojira, right? I do mean Gojira. Oh, Gojira. So... Thank you so much for your question, Sam. And next time you have to choose between underwater gold mining or old school prospecting, go ahead for that prospecting. Because even if you don't get any gold, I don't know, maybe you can get on TLC for having a weird obsession like that mermaid guy. Our next question comes to us from Javier Reyes. Thank you so much, Javier. Who wants to know... Reyes. Reyes. Yeah, it means kings. Re couple yes. of kings. Um who wants to know would you rather always have to wear a utility kilt or always have to wear jeggings? Go. So for those of our listeners who are not aware, jeggings, jeggings 
are combination, combination leggings, leggings jeans. jeans that are are they like skin tight just have the pattern on them or are they actual like denim just like super super thin yeah they're super super thin denim yeah they're real denim no i think it's a i think it's leggings that have a denim pattern on it i thought it was real denim a utilikill on the other hand is a kill with a uh pockets a belt loop and basically cargo pant pockets just a whole bunch of those. I think it may also have some like, uh, some some loops. Well, some doesn't loops it for like attaching hammers and carabiners? Doesn't it also have on the back? You can flip it down, and it's a sign that says "Need help? Call police." You know, just like uh, no, just in case. but you can you can get a uh, a button flap a la um, uh, onesie pajamas installed, <laughs> but it's actually uh, the least useful thing on the face of the planet. Because you already just kind of have a kilt. Yeah, but some, you can't drape your kilt all the way up to the top of the toilet, the bowl of the toilet, or the the tank rather of the toilet. You gotta That's have, true. yeah. Um, both of them are gonna show off my legs, but the the question is. Do you want to let it all out there and let people see the the creamy skin, the creamy leg skin, or do you want to suggest it and just give them the outline? Essentially, now, I mean, jeggings are like the the burka of the, of legwear. See, I like the jeggings because I'm gonna. It's gonna not only is it going to cover my legs, but it's also gonna like it's gonna it's gonna shape them. It's going to kind of hold it all in there. It's going to make it nice and streamlined. Just, no one's going to see any of that leg hair or anything. And, you know. So you're saying it's like a my corset butt's for your gonna legs. Look, my butt's going to look pretty good. It's going to it's gonna lift in all the right places. Lift and separate. It's, it's, it's going it's to be, be a pretty good time. Um, but then again, with the Utilikil, like, if it is pretty convenient as far as as far as pockets are concerned. But I feel like there's still a lot of um a lot of skirting around uh, you know, this the subject of, of whether or not like a kilt is casual wear or dress wear. It's both. Cause, you can uh, wear a kilt to a wedding. You can wear a kilt to a wedding. I it is dress wear. I don't think like You don't, don't think, think it's cash wear? I think a, you may. I guess the utilikilt kind of branches into casual. That's the thing. You just have to. You have to have the right colors. Uh, okay, uh, a sporty uh, pastel colored, maybe like a baby blue. That's a real. That's a sporty kilt look for the summertime. That's gonna look real cash. Also, if you put like you know juicy on the back of it, that'll be real cash too. So get a juicy kilt. Um... Yeah, I think I think you can do it either way. I think um, the big plus to to uh, to utilikilts is that you're sending a message and you're saying, "Look, King George the Third, I know you've had your eye on this land of freedom for nigh on four hundred years, and no dice because." The Scots are some of the only other people who gave a big old middle finger to the English and got away with it, sort of. <laughs> so, you know, King George is going to roll up here and he's going to be like, oh, these guys are so so distracted with their YouTubes and their, their Friendsters and their, uh, you know, uh, Vimeos that I'm just going to roll up in here and take over. Oh, shoot. Guy wearing a kilt. They've they haven't forgotten their freedom. Oh man, I gotta get out of here. I gotta get back to the fish and chip shop where I belong. Nah, if I had a dollar for every time I saw that. Now you guys do know that there is a referral program for Utilikilts. <laughs> what is? Please explain. That. You can if uh, you become what they call an evangelist <laughs> and convert the heathens, you will reap the rewards and eternal freedom will await you and everyone else who uh, 
joins in. On are there actually like are there tracks that you find inside the pockets? <laughs> like I don't know. It, it's starting to look like a cult. <laughs> <laughs> Would you say it's the cult for for everyday life though? Is it a utila cult? <laughs> Is does the founder of the Utila Kilt referral program, does he refer to himself as the Kilt Incarnated? <laughs> um, I think, like, I think pocket space is a big deciding factor here for me. Because, you know, like, I don't, I don't really enjoy carrying around bags all that much. So I keep my phone in my pocket. I keep my keys in my pocket, etc. With a Utila Kilt, yeah, maybe I'm going to have a bit of a breeze going on. But I still have plenty of pockets, you know, store my um my my necessaries. See, but here's the problem. Whereas, Where are those pockets? Where are they? Jeggings, like there's there's no room for nothing. Like I don't know how I'm going to get anything in those pockets, let alone like my bits inside the bites. Mm-hmm. Uh I just shared a link with uh Tyler and Kevin, for one of the products offered by Utilikilt, you can actually get a tuxedo Utilikilt. Oh my gosh. Oh wow, that is that is $525 and it's out of stock. Oh, you want to know what oh the cheapest gosh. Utilikilt you can get is? Yes. It is a hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, but those are things that you're gonna pass down to your children and your grand and your grandchildren. But Wait. hold on, I can I can take a pair of decent khaki pants, cut out the crotch, and it will be infinitely cheaper. Like I could I can what? learn the basic sewing skills. Um one I would like to report on the leather kilt, which is all leather, uh has spiked studs and costs $666. Here's the problem. I Hold on. I would also like to report that for $12, you can buy knee-high Celtic weave socks. <laughs> you can also pic- get a workman's kilt that is khaki, and legitimately this model has a tape measure on it and a hammer and a screwdriver. Here's the problem, though. I'm a man on the go. I'm in a lot of Cialis commercials, and that means that I go base jumping a lot and land in two bathtubs. And you, you also have to carry that bathtub with you everywhere. Exactly. If you're, you know, if you're spelunking or base jumping or cliff diving, that that utility kill is gonna gonna show everybody what you're made of. Jeggings though are gonna keep you slim, trim, and streamlined. Ooh, uh, with the utility jeggings, kill, though, you are gonna be able on, to do that, Marilyn Monroe. Unless you're wearing a cup, jeggings is going to show everything you're made of as well. Hmm. That's true. No, it's gonna it's gonna suggest it's gonna heavily suggest, but you still. I mean, are you? You know, let's talk about undergarments. What I mean, are you wearing boxers or briefs under the them utility kilts? Oh, I'm going commando, bro. Then you are. <laughs> you are playing a dangerous game. You are playing the crying game. Because you're gonna be I'm crying. playing the most. I'm playing the most dangerous you, game. You are um, the most. You are the deadliest catch, sir. Uh, I plan on uh, going ahead and doing the um, the combo deal with Utilikilt and getting a pair of chainmail briefs. <laughs> um, really, that's that's what's going to offer the most support and protection. And now, you know what? In the other scenario, in the jegging scenario, I'm going commando in that too. So watch out. <laughs> Well, th- um, see that I think now, is okay though, because now Kevin, Yo. you you're a man who who likes to likes who has a look who like you 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 like to you know you look you like to have an appearance about you, uh you like to you like to look good you like to you know kind of kind of put together, um now Jackie, I I hope you <laughs> I I don't know what you're judging this on because. I have done many a podcast shirtless, so I don't really know where the look is. But you also were a founder of Tie Day Friday. Oh, that's no, um, no, 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 no. Tie Tuesday. Tie Tuesday, sorry. Um, but jeggings, you can get those at $12 a pop at JCPenney. A utilikilt, that's like, 
That's a solid hundred dollars right there. That's a hundred fifty dollars. So really, for the basic model, really, that utilikill is going to—that's going to be a signal to everyone that you're a man of means. You can afford a designer <laughs> kilt. Uh, no, what that means is that you don't have a girlfriend because if you had a girlfriend, you would not have a hundred fifty dollars to uh, throw around on a utilikill, and that itself perpetuates itself. By the fact that you're wearing a utilikilt, you'll continue to not have a girlfriend, so you'll buy more utilikilts. But wait, but wait, what if you saw the classic couple walking down the sidewalk, and the girl's got her hand in the back pocket of her boyfriend, but it's actually utilikilt? <laughs> I'll be pretty hot, and I would also probably start and to the girl the girl quickly. wasn't a girl at all it was just another guy in a utilikilt with a slender body <laughs> it was actually just slender man um so, oh slender man definitely wears jeggings come on well yeah he's got to be as skinny as possible right and wearing pants that's a thick material i mean look one direction is not going to be wearing utilikilts all right they're wearing jeggings this, That's a very good point. This All question right. has gone on long enough. We need to take a vote. Jordan, what you going with? Uh, jeggings, because Conan wore them once, and that's good enough for me. <laughs> Kevin? This is the laziest point you've ever made. Well, um, utilikilts are terrible. Do you want me to... I mean, I already mentioned... I already made all my points, Kevin. For, you know, 20 bucks, I can go buy a pair of khaki pants, and I can, like... You know, grab a sewing machine, tear open the crotch, and like sew that crap together to make a my own kilt. Maybe if you want a mini, if you don't want to leave anything to the imagination, Jordan. Kevin, I'm going jeggings because not only are they hip and fashionable, and I can wear them out on the town, I can also wear them jogging because they fo- they they function exactly like you know compression pants. So I'm gonna look great whether I'm you know rollerblading at lunch or whether I'm at the club um I am going to go utilikilt um because you know I I like I like my clothing to have utility I like it to have purpose and uh I'm also going and you like it to have um, kilt to contrast Kevin's point I'm going to start doing yoga uh just out of principle uh Wait, so, in a utility kilt? Oh yeah, it's uh, gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be a whole new world well, for a war- lot of people. Good luck with Warrior Good luck with Warrior Three then. That's my favorite Tarantino movie, Full Moon Rising. <laughs> um, so thank you so much for your question, Javier. And next time you have to choose between a utility kilt and jeggings, go ahead with those jeggings, man. They're gonna you're gonna you're gonna look toned. You're gonna like the way you look. Oh, Our next George Zimmer brand jeggings, <laughs> men's warehouse jeggings. Go buy them. Um, are there Hans Zimmer brand jeggings? <laughs> Hans Zimmer jeggings. Yes, they're uh, they're very heavy on timpani. Would you say they're just around the river bend? I Wait, would. No, that's Pocahontas. I was just gonna say. I'm. I was, I was imagining Pocahontas singing "Just Down the River Bend" as Moses. <laughs> floated down the Nile. Uh, uh, classic Hans Zimmer. Our Pocahontas. next question comes to us from Aaron Harvey. Thank you so much, Aaron, who wants to know, would you rather always have a bloody nose or always be peeing your pants? Gosh. Uh, uh... Well, Well, I think Kevin and I would be remiss to point out that in Japanese culture, if you always had a bloody nose, everyone would take that as you always being super horny. Well, yeah, I don't know how that like how that got to be a thing, Japan, but it's weird. It's well, Japan is weird. Yeah, but thank goodness. Right. (laughs) Advantage peeing yourself all the time. Boy, I um, I never thought I would hear that on this show. <laughs> Advantage peeing yourself all the time. Uh, you can wear, like, an adult diaper 
or something. It is not unheard of that that some people have, you uh, know. No, no, you cannot. You're peeing all the time, Tyler. The yeah. diaper can only hold so much. Well, oh my gosh, well, but, but if you're peeing all the time, that let's means... Let's not forget, yeah, if you're peeing all the time, you're going to need to be constantly replenishing all that pee, or else you will dry out into a husk. Exactly. You're going to turn into one of those guys from Raiders of the Lost Ark who looked at the Ark of the Covenant. Um, and that is a that is a heavy. You are gonna have to buy so much Gatorade. Your electrolytes are gonna have to be constantly replenished. Now, for the blood, the bloody nose, you're also gonna be constantly bleeding the entire time. Uh, hopefully, not like gushing out blood, but you're gonna need to be eating a lot to re, you know, reconstitute. Your blood? Are you going to have to go to the blood bank, maybe, and, like, keep getting transfusions? I don't know. Hey, it could be worse. My nose could be gushing blood. Anybody? Anybody? Let's... Batman. <laughs> what? The, the most... You don't remember that? The, um, gosh, whatever... Which Batman was it that, that Jack Nicholson was the Joker in? Was it Batman Forever or just regular Batman? No, that was the first Batman. Yeah, Batman with just Michael Batman. Keaton. Yeah. It's the most random thing. He says, he's like talking to one of his henchmen or something. He's like, well, it could be worse. My nose could be gushing blood. And then he punches the guy right in the nose and his nose starts gushing blood. (laughs) Classic Jack Nicholson. Kudos, Jack Nicholson. You chewed the scenery. Um, Let's suppose for the purpose of this question that uh, blood loss and dehydration is not an issue. Then I would be an Ubermensch, and everyone should cower before so me. So you're saying this is a superpower now? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, here's uh, the deal. Okay, so is our blood clean enough that we could be, like, the super donor? Like, we could shut down uh, blood drives, because I'm constantly shooting blood out my nose, we're collecting it, and it is being sent out to the world. I think you could do that. I think I think that that is a very real possibility. So you're, you're a boon to society uh, in in that instance. I think also if you if you plug your nose at the right angle, you're gonna be able to squirt people like a garden hose. That's All right. Um, My second question: uh, If we are not wearing pants, do I stop peeing? No. You you have a constant flow. You can slow it down. Like, like, if you're like a garden hose? It said, it said you're constantly peeing your pants. What if you're not wearing... If you're not wearing pants, are you constantly peeing onto your pants? Yes. You always have a pair of pants within pee shot. <laughs> um, but... And an, an, one, an unbroken chain of pee is always connected to it. One, you've gotten... It's, it's like so you don't it's lose like, your wallet. It's like Lorenz Force. Uh... You do have increased control over your your pee, though. Like you're very. If there is ever a contest to see who can pee the longest, or like on the other side of the railroad tracks or whatever, you're gonna you're gonna win. And you probably have been like you probably have great kegels. Like your your championship Jordan Bennis, I can pee over a stop sign uh, level of pee. Which is which is so. impossible, by the way. Impossible. Another classic Jordan Bennis tall tale, but yeah. Uh. Um, here's the thing though with with your with your nose constantly bleeding, you are gonna look like such a a bad boy of science. You are gonna look so hardcore. Everybody's always it's gonna really. Think, it's everybody's really gonna help your Andrew WK cosplay. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Very obscure reference to an Andrew WK music video. Um, people are going to always thought that you just got in a fight and clearly you won because you're only, you only got beat up a little bit. So like, so guys are going to be like, you, you are the alpha male. I'll do whatever you say. Just command me. And women are going to be like, oh, I want to help you because you're clearly a troubled soul and I think I can change you. And you're going to be like, no, you can't, baby. I've got a dark, mysterious past and there's nothing you can do about that. You just got to love me. Okay, uh, these pants, which are either being peed into or onto, are they those magic dockers that, like, uh, moisture cannot penetrate, so everything beads onto them, or will it be absorbing the pee? I think you decide your own pants that you buy. Personally, I'm going to have um, 
a system with kind of like a uh, one of those one of those camel one of those camel backpacks where there's like except reverse. So that's all kind of like storing in my hump. And then I will sell that as a cure for jellyfish things. Oh, um, easy solution to the peeing yourself thing. Just always live in a pool. Just always be in a pool. Uh, see, that's people. I I feel like pool scenarios are going to be some of the worst scenarios, though, because no one's going to know right away. No, no. I, I mean, not 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 like from experience. I don't know this from experience, but I imagine that nobody would be able to notice. <laughs> it's purely theoretical. Um, if you're if you're constantly peeing. I'd have to imagine, uh, in all the long, in all the experiences I've had with an extremely long pee scenario, it's usually like clear as clear pee can possibly be. So it's probably not, you know, like high potency urine. You could get away with jumping in that pool. <laughs> oh no, wait, but with the blood scenario, um, you're, you're always going to have to be a mouth breather. Mm. And nobody likes that person. That person's like, oh, wait, is, no. is there something wrong no, with your nose? It's always going to be going down into your mouth. Ugh. We, yeah, you're going to have to devise some sort of like a, like a tube system where you have like, you know, and they just kind of divert away from your face. So you're just, you're dripping like blood. A, like a beer hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like a reverse beer hat. Um, <laughs> It'll look like a mustache, you know, like sliding off of your face, and there'll just be blood everywhere. You could set it up so it's like they're just kind of like coming back, kind of like one of those breathing apparatuses, only opposite. And then you store it and you donate it and save the world. Right. Well, mm. in in a disaster scenario, if you're stranded somewhere... You can drink your pee up to seven times before it becomes toxic. So you can sustain your life with that. You cannot drink your blood ever. So uh, common, what if you, common what if you myth. become a vampire? Oh yeah. Yeah, well, then what if, if you're, you're a stuck vampire, on a desert you're suddenly self sustaining. But if you're stuck on a deserted island and you turn yourself into a vampire, you're screwed. Because it's only sun and sand uh. and tropical beaches and oh, no, wonder- wonderfulness kevin i'll just be extra sparkly <laughs> see that's the problem with the twilight vampire conception is that they literally have no weakness then because time was the vampire weakness oh they can't go out in the daylight but well no kevin they're weak to werewolves oh yeah. <laughs> i forgot about they're they're, they're also weak, weak, they're weak to, to having teen- their heads torn off oh right that was their weakness and they're also weak against teen angst They'll fall for it every time. Oh, it's it's so attractive to me. I can't. Your your humanity is so attractive. <laughs> All right, we need to take a vote on this one. Um, Jordan, what you're going with? I can't remember what the options are. What are they again? <laughs> Peeing or nosebleeds? <laughs> oh, um. I'm going to go nosebleeds because I will take the magnanimous route. Um, I want I want blood. I'm going to give my blood. I'm going to donate it all. Um, uh, I don't know. I feel like I'll be a hit in metal shows because I've always got blood all over me. I don't know. It, it'll work out. Uh, I am going to go with forever urinating because in every young man's life... Um, there is a point in a water balloon battle where you run out of balloons. <laughs> no, uh, no, but no. you have you have empty ones, but not a hose somewhere. Or when you want to like uh, rewrite the entirety of Ozymandias in the snow, uh, you're gonna you're gonna need a steady stream. So I'll Ozymandias, go that. Ozymandias from The Watchmen. Yes, based on the poem by, I think it was Coolridge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, wait, was it Coolridge or Shelley? I think it was Shelley. It was it was Coolridge. <laughs> it was Cool Ranch. Coolridge cool Doritos. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to go 
Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't ask for my vote yet. So I, I won't Kevin, what is your vote? Thank you. I am going with forever peeing because anytime somebody asks you for a urine sample, you're like, I'm already on the way. Already in progress. <laughs> done and done. Uh, Kevin, I wanted that in a cup, not all over my <laughs> hands. And... I, you I should wanted, have specified. I didn't want you just to hand me a pair. Why are these jeans damp and why are you Look, handing them to just me? just ring them out. Yo, it's all there. <laughs> Ring them out. Ring them ring out. Em. <laughs> um, uh, 1994. So thank you so much for the question, Aaron. And next time you have to choose between a constantly bloody nose or constantly peeing your pants, go ahead and pee your pants. Because, you know, we're all friends here. Uh, and as, wait, as, as that Sandler fun? said, you're only cool if you pee your pants. That's true. That is very true. Our final question comes to us from Geodude Lawton. Thank you so much. Who wants to know? Would you rather take a road trip with the hamsters from the Kia commercials nope. or go on a group vacation with William Shatner, the roaming gnome, and the Hotels.com animated guy? Yep. Go. Um, is this even a question? I think the, I think it's pretty clear how, how we're the three of us are going to live. The one is going to be insufferable. Those stupid ham... Like, it's just... Like, okay... There is, I need to like set up a, a graph where techno music, as time goes on, is exponentially less enjoyable. Like half an hour, uh, okay, all right, I can do that. Uh, six hours, um, where is a pistol or 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 some sort of razor device? Because I can't do te- techno for for like a cross country road trip. Yeah, you can always plug your headphones into your your razor device right. and listen to such quality podcasts as this. Um, do the hamsters ever talk? No. Or are they Which mute? They just bob their heads. I think every once in a while they might mouth the lyrics to songs, but like that's gonna be that's gonna be really poor conversation. Also, like everyone is going to be terrified. Of you and these like hamsters that periodically pull over and and break dance. Well, also, although nobody Jordan owns did a just Kia, link a picture to the hotels.com guy, and he is really scary. <laughs> well, he looks kind of like looks kind of like Kevin Gall without a neck. Kind of and... looks like a cross between Kevin and a carrot and Wallace and Gromit. Me and Carrot Top and Wallace. And he, he's got like an evil Kevin goatee. Oh, my, my evil has, twin does have a goatee, as does everybody's evil twin. Um, uh, and he he has no neck, which is a problem. You know you know what else is a know, problem? Nobody owns a Kia. So everybody who sees you hanging out with those, like, why, is, why does that guy have a Kia? Like, what? Nobody's supposed to buy those. It's like an unwritten rule. Like, when everybody sees those commercials, they're like, yeah, I'm not going to buy that. And nobody else should. Everybody's good. Everybody's good. Not not buying that. Okay, we're all agreed. I I thought I thought Kia was a character on Avatar: The Last Airbender. Um, if you do have an evil twin, though, you know who's going to be able to to take that twin down? The Priceline Negotiator. <laughs> He's going to negotiate all your problems away. With judo chops and and stern looks and a van every once in a while. Well, here's here's the problem with the uh, the hoteling mascot road trip. They're all going to be constantly arguing with each other about where you should spend the night and who Ooh. has the cheapest offer. But you know, it's get, you're going to get a good deal no matter what the the outcome well, is. No, the arguing will be so intense. That it will last the whole night through. You will not get any sleep. It'll just be constant bickering in the car. You'll want them all to shut up, and they won't. And it's just going to be brutal. So it was it was Priceline Negotiator, Hotels.com guy, and what? Roaming Gnome. Roaming Gnome. So already, you're going to be able to go international with this gig. You guys are going to be jet-setting all over the place on a budget. And if you can agree on what airline to go on. Uh, the thing is, though, you're not going to have to choose an airline because you have a bona fide rocket man with you. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's gonna be able to take you wherever you need to go. Ooh, he's gonna he's gonna be able to to artistically interpret any scenario that you like. Hey guys, I got a I got a poem that I can read to you about this about Nashville. We're in Nashville. I have a spoken word album about that. I'm William Shatner. Um, and I'm pretty sure didn't the hotels guy hotels.com guy didn't didn't he get his start at uh, American Shakespeare Institute? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're all classically trained. Yeah, no, I think they are. Yeah, Roaming Gnome definitely because he's Scottish or something. And yeah, he has some kind of accent. Yeah, and his life is a, is a tale told by an idiot full of sound and fury signifying nothing. I also feel like the roaming gnome is always in the right place at the right time. Like, he's always, you know, getting massages and dinners and, like, like people are skinny dipping around him. Like, he, that guy that guy knows how to live. And also, well, he's Shatner, not, he's, Shatner he's not a lot of competition. Lifestyle. Yeah, Shatner, on the other hand, He's might as well be Mr. Steal Your Girl, because he's he's gonna be he's gonna be snatching everybody up. The the the, the hotels guy is just gonna be melting in the sun, because he's made a silly putty. Uh, I just like the only plus that I can see from the Kia hamsters is that you are gonna get a dope tracksuit out of the deal. Mm, that's true. And you are going to look good. You're going to be, but you're going to be in a terrible car and you're going to look real stupid in that car. But when you get out and you're in that tracksuit and you're in that, that very present, but also very conservative gold chain that shows just a little bit of chest hair, people are going to be like, that guy knows how to live. And these these hamsters, correct me if I'm wrong, are the size of like cows, aren't they? Yeah, they're pretty terrifying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I know guinea pig is eaten in South America. Maybe these hamsters are edible. No one said we had to let the hamsters stay alive. What if we killed them? Made made a coat out of their fur and uh, ate their their meat. That would. I think that's a pretty good option. Oh man, big big minus to the hotels that to the trifecta. So somebody's gonna get murdered. It's gonna be a hotel clerk, or you know, I don't know, a concierge, or just just a, an adoring fan. Someone's gonna accidentally get murdered, and then you're gonna have to bury the body, and they're all gonna argue about the cheapest way to do it. And is this is this the plot of the Hangover? I still haven't part, seen that movie. Part three. Um, yes, William Shatner's in it, and and it turns out like because you know that 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 it's going to turn out that the hotels.com guy has this crazy violent streak, and he is just gonna he's got a he's got a conceal and carry permit, and he's got a gun, and and something's gonna go down. I don't know. He's gonna get into like a like an old timey Alexander Hamilton duel. It's going to happen. Although I would definitely watch the next Hangover movie if it was the Hotels.com guy, William Shatner, and the roaming gnome after a drunken bender and they're trying to figure out what they did the night before. They're trying, trying to figure that out be how much... They're trying to figure out, figure out how much they paid for what they did the night before. Like, oh my gosh, we overpaid so much. There were so many deals we could have taken advantage of. <laughs> All right, guys, we need to take a vote on this. Um, I am going to go ahead and go with the hotel hijinks because spending any amount of time with William Shatner is is a dream of mine. He is he is a gem of a man, and I can put up with all kinds of clay products if it means I can chill with the with the Priceline negotiator himself. He was my desktop background for a while. <laughs> they they put out like a series of desktop backgrounds that were pretty sweet. Jordan, um, I'm gonna go with the Kia hamsters because if I'm trapped on a deserted island, I can eat the Kia hamsters and uh, use their Kia car um, as I can use the technology in it uh, 
professor from Gilligan style to transform the car into some type of helicopter. Um, and <laughs> Using make, only coconuts and vines and a and, car. And the remains of a Kia to get off the island. I'm sure and, that'll work. And giant hamster bones, which as we all know uh, are hollow. Well, and, and, and if I'm flight. trapped on an island with William Shatner, he's just going to eat all the indigenous uh, life there and we're all going to die. So I'm, 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 I'm going that route. Also, Kevin. why why does Expedia not have a mascot? Because they have that jingle. Uh, Expedia.com. It's not so much a jingle. as Well, I guess it is. All right, Kevin, break this tie. I am going the trifecta, the Priceline Negotiator, the Hotels.com guy, and the Roaming Gnome because you know that one of those guys has some kind of connection to the Emperor of Japan and then we're all going to go out and we're going to get the Emperor of Japan to go clubbing. And it's going to happen that the night ends and he's wearing like a Burger King crown and a, and a sumo suit. And it's going to be dope. It's going to be so great. And we're never going to forget it. And we're going to name our kids after each other. <laughs> so thank you so much for the question, Geoffrey. And next time you have to choose between Kia Hamsters or Shatner Gnome and Hotels.com, go ahead with the trifecta. You're going to be glad you did. So thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. You can find us on Facebook, where we have a fan page. You can like us there and submit questions, chat with us, send us messages. Uh, we post periodic funny stuff uh, uh, between episodes as well. And uh, thank you so much to Chase Greenlee, who is our newest fan on Facebook. Uh, and if you're somebody that Kevin, Jordan, and I um, don't know or don't know through mutual friends or things like that, if you could let us know how you found the podcast, <laughs> it's always, it's always we, helpful. We pay zero dollars to promote this show. Well, Jordan and I were talking about how... Uh, when we go to PAX, we set our 3DSs to to advertise the podcast if anybody street passes with us. If somebody actually found the podcast through that, I'm pretty sure my existence would be justified. Um, and you can also find us on Twitter at uh, Ninjas vs. Podcast or tweet with the MVP hashtag. Or you can email us at Ninjas vs. Podcast. That's VS, no period at gmail.com jordan do we have a tweet of the week uh yeah i don't know it's kind of a kind of a poor choice of tweets this week you gotta get on it folks you gotta get on it i do know that claire made a good tweet or at least a tweet where she was oh yeah about kingdom with our, hearts. our one piece and kingdom hearts references although i'm not sure if she used the hashtag uh, she, she did. No, she did. She, well, she did an at at MVP then, because because it came up when I was looking at the Twitter. I didn't say anything, but <laughs> I responded. Um, as, but as we're I'm gonna active. go with uh, old standby and Wale Cadigan, who said, "Make sure a day never goes by that you don't appreciate some good quality in your partner." Hashtag MVP. <laughs> <laughs> Which is what um, we my favorite part do of Jordan is his his hats, his many hats that he wears. Uh, you can also find us at ninjas versus podcast Eric Tribio. That's E R I C T O R I B I O dot com, and we stream the episodes there. And I put up some kind of funny pictures uh, and. If you have the time, we haven't asked for folks to do this for a while, but if you want to head on to iTunes and leave us a rating or a review, that's always super helpful. And it's also just really encouraging because I go and I check those every once in a while. So it's not hard going there, but more than anything, just uh, tell somebody that you like the show and um, ask them to listen and shoot us more questions. And a special shout out again this week to our main man, Tolia, who sent us a postcard from Czechoslovakia, saying hello, thank you so much, Tolia, and I hope everything is well over in Eastern Europe. So, oh, that reminds me, I'm working on the the the, the Photoshop, 
that's happening. Um, I have the drink, so I don't know if we want to do it together or not. What is the drink? Um, it is. Shoot. Um, <laughs> it's ah, crap. What is the um the liquor? It starts with C. You texted it to me. Hold cognac. On. Cognac. Yeah. It's um. It's two two parts vodka, two parts cognac, and four parts lemon lime Gatorade. And it's called Ooh. So Tolius. really that could also be one part vodka, one part cognac, and two parts lemon lime no. Gatorade. No, a it's all no. got to be a, a no, not at all. For you. Fine. Fine, you know what? How about this? Just for you, it's two parts vodka, two parts cognac, and five parts lemon lime Gatorade. Try to divide that. All right, thank you. All right, I can't, so that's fine. Good, thank you. Well, that right. sounds pretty watered down. Can we do three parts lemon lime Gatorade? Fine. How about this? It's two parts vodka, three parts cognac, five parts lemon lime Gatorade. And one part triple sec. I feel like it should have more vodka than cognac. It's four parts vodka, three parts cognac, five parts lemon lime Gatorade, and one part triple sec. Does it have a name? It's called Tolia's Brag. Can we get a dash of Angostura bitters in there? <laughs> if, I, if anyone in the world owned bitters, I would say yes. I have some. I have some. Do you really? You are I a classier. Do. You're a classier man than I. Then. Um, so uh-huh. Tolia, there's your drink. It's um, f- uh, four parts vodka, three parts cognac five parts lemon lime gatorade and one part triple sec uh and it's called tolia's brag um give me tabasco in there too no no there's not that's disgusting um also i will drink that drink this week and let you know how it is um before we we record again and tolia if you want to shoot me uh you can either tweet at us or put it on facebook or email us or whatever let me know where you want to be in this photoshop what what setting if you want it to be a a famous photograph that we're all in together like russian american history present if you want us to be in the in the um the big three conference at yalta and it's just the the three of us and and you're could we could we find a picture that the three of us are already in uh, and that George Hampy of georgehampy.com is also in, and then Photoshop Toya's head on top of George <laughs> Hampy. <laughs> um, I will work on that. Uh, it's going to be great, and we desperately need to end this podcast. So our final question is, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus father time, go. Father time, you can't stop father time. <laughs> Those um, ninjas are going to die someday. Uh, father time because ninjas are all orphans and they desperately want a father figure so they'll just they won't fight him they'll just be like please be our dad uh ninjas because they can cut through the fabric of time and they can also cut off father time's beard which as we all know um stops time itself and and opens a continuum into the negaverse so thank you so much for joining us as ever i'm tyler i'm jordan and i'm kevin And until next time. Until next time, Kevin hopefully fixes his internet. Yeah, that would be nice. Also, you may get some some original georgehampy.com playing the guitar in the background. You know, I can't wait to listen to this episode because I could hear literally maybe 30% of everything Kevin said. (laughs) I heard most of it. I think it's going to be well, I heard some of it clearly, and then other sounded like it was coming through an old-timey radio that was recording another old-timey radio. Dateline, Al Capone, and speeds towards Elliot Ness. We'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs. We'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss.
the first time that I ever like stole anything was a Tie Fighter Pog that I really freaking wanted. That a guy that a guy in my first grade class had, and I was like, I freaking want that so bad. And uh, so when everybody went to went outside for recess, or sorry, went out for lunch, um, I was at the back of the line. And I reached in and I stole this kid's TIE Fighter Pog out of his backpack and he never found out. And I have it to this day and it reminds me. You still have it. I absolutely do. I do. It reminds me every day of Original Sin.